0: You're listening to the What Do You Actually Do podcast. Each week we want to bring you an inspiring interview, a useful tip or encouraging message to help you find your place in the professional world. Hello and welcome to this episode of What Do You Actually Do. My name's Kate Morris and I'll be your host today. In today's episode we'll be talking about economic development within the local government sector. Today we're joined by Alex Dockery who works as an economic growth manager at the City of York Council. So Alex, what do you actually do?
1: So, broadly speaking, I manage a team that is responsible for making sure that York is a great place to work, but also live. And that involves working with a wide range of partners and also colleagues in the council to make sure we maximise what we get from our economic development and regeneration projects to benefit all the city's residents and businesses.
0: So what does that actually involve are you going out and meeting different businesses are you sort of working on strategies to encourage people to come to the area how does it work in a day-to-day basis so so
1: all of those things i think the role is quite varied so Mm. part of it is actually building the city strategy for actually how do we want to boost economic growth in york part of it is actually uh, focusing on inward investment to make sure we get the right kind of businesses in York that will create the jobs for the young people and the residents that work, in, work and live in York. Other aspects of it is making sure that our regeneration projects maximise their potential, either from a wealth creation point of view, but also from a physical asset point of view as well. Uh, and it, So it encompasses a wide range of areas. Uh, the key thing for me is that uh, no day is the same, and it's a very varied role, which I enjoy.
0: So what was your starting point? Because you did a history degree and master's from my Research on you. Um, how did that then lead into sort of the more the interest in economics and working in local government? What was your sort of what was your journey?
1: So I think I always had a interest in uh, economics. So part of my degree involved quite a lot of economic history, which I really enjoyed. Mm. Uh, when it came to kind of finishing my kind of academic studies, I was looking around for kind of what what to do, do next. Uh, I was looking at various graduate schemes. They involve kind of the civil service, local government, but also kind of use more standard kind of management and business lo- uh, related schemes. But I did know that I kind of felt like I wanted to do something that kind of made a difference to people. Mm-hmm. So that pushed me down the kind of local local government route. Uh, so I saw the NGDP graduate scheme. And it's, it's one that I kind, of, kind of came across it, uh, but it was actually sounding really interesting. So basically that scheme is basically put in a local authority over two years and you get to experience different placements in different areas. So I went through the kind of recruitment process for that. I did all the tests, did the uh, assessment centres and the final interviews. I ended up at Selby District Council, just south of York, and there I did several placements, uh, but it was also at a time where the council was looking to build an economic development team. And that's really important nowadays for local councils, because obviously it was austerity. Councils are trying to do more with less and obviously bringing businesses into the area, generating business rates, which the council gets to keep a portion of that, can start to kind of pay for local services and also reinvest in an area. So we were building a new team. I was part of that. And that's how I kind of got myself into economic development. And now I find myself in York with uh, York's uh, abundance of assets. And I'm very excited about being here and looking to kind of drive our agenda forward as well for the city.
0: So that's really interesting that it sounds like a bit of luck that actually Selby happened to be wanting to develop their sort of economic side of, of their strategy but also it wasn't necessarily that much pure luck because you already had that interest and I imagine probably sought out opportunities to get involved yeah. and kind of said to them that you're really interested in it. Um, so Are you sort of looking back now, do you feel you're going in the right direction? Have you got sort of plans for what you want to do beyond this particular role?
1: Yeah, so I mean, obviously, I've got an interest in economic development. It was really great that I could actually try and kind of explore that uh, through my kind of career to date. Uh, Before I took the opportunity at York, I was kind of reassessing my opportunities because I did feel that I tried, I almost achieved what I set out to achieve at Selby. We're a brand new team. There's lots of big re- uh, regeneration projects on the way down there as well. So I was looking for the next step and I was considering actually maybe going into the private sector. There's lots of uh, economic development consultancies out at the moment, doing lots of work with uh, lots of work with local authorities and businesses. Uh, but the opportunity came up in York and York's a very exciting place and it's kind of where it wants to go next. And that opportunity kind of spoke to me. Uh, so I'm very excited about what we can do here in York. So. I don't have any plans beyond that for now, but obviously with some big projects coming forward, such as York Central, so obviously 2,500 new homes there, and also abundance of commercial space. We've got HS2 happening, Northern Palace Rail. These are really exciting projects for York, uh, so I'm quite keen to make sure that we maximise them.
0: So how do you get involved in those kind of projects then? What's your sort of role that you play within them?
1: So the key role for that is actually, right now it's almost like an influencing role because obviously, you've got certain bodies, actually, or organisations building the network. Our role is actually to make the case that you know, York should be a key part of that network. So building the economic case, convincing people why York should be you know, a stop on that network, why you know, it will benefit the nation as a whole by actually having a stop at York, what York has to offer to the, North, the North's economy, what York has to offer to the whole country. It's very important that we put forward the case. Uh, We've seen colleagues in Bradford uh, shout quite loudly about making sure that they have a station on the Northern Powerhouse Rail network, governments listen to them, Uh, we need to make sure that we shout quite highly about York and what York has to offer as well to make sure that we get what we need for the residents and businesses in the city.
0: Are you kind of having to do a lot of research and provide evidence of the impact that having that link or not having that link would create as well as kind of actually influencing people's thinking through? building relationships, etc. How does that, what do you mean by the shouting? Are so, you getting so, out there with a
1: placard? So it's all those things. So basically it's uh, it's lobbying government departments. It's uh, providing uh, companies with the information they need to make sure that actually the business case that's up for investing in York. Uh, it involves working with sub-regional colleagues as well. So if they're putting uh, some information together for why, you know, sub-region, we have a uh, Lee City Region, kind of a enterprise partnership that involves York as, as well as uh, Leeds, Harrogate, And all the kind of areas nearby collectively come together with one voice to actually promote the area. Our role in that and making sure that the York offer within that is actually very strong as well. So it's all those things and more.
0: So it sounds, as you kind of indicated at the start, your role really is hugely varied. You're working across so many different teams. You're involved in so many different elements of what's happening at a local and in some ways a national level what kind of skills or personal qualities do you think are important in your role um, and that students should be thinking about developing if they want to work in this kind of sector?
1: I think there's quite a wide range of uh, kind of skills that you need to have, you know, for a career in local government more broadly, but also one in economic development too. I think uh, as you set out, uh, having strong analytical skills will stand you in really good, uh, really good stead. That's crucial when you're gathering the evidence and you're making the case for why, you know, we should be backing a particular investment, or bringing a particular investment to the area. Uh, Good communication skills is really important as well. You're often uh, often influencing politicians, uh, senior management, being able to make sure you get your point across effectively and efficiently is really important. As well as that, relationship building is really important. You work with a wide range of partners and colleagues, being able to kind of get along with them, but also influence them in a certain way that's really important uh beyond that i mean obviously good good organization is really important you're often uh involved in a wide range of projects Mm. you need to stick to time you need to kind of manage your workload effectively especially given the kind of fast-paced nature of the way that we work Uh, that's really important too and often you find yourself uh through no fault of your own running to uh tight deadlines so being able to manage that effectively and not crumble under pressure is really important too
0: sounds like In a way, history sets you up really well for that with both the breadth of subject area that it covers, but also the sort of self-directed study side of it. And I guess that relates to lots of humanities subjects, actually um is that something that you feel you feel glad that you've come from that background that you had a bit of training in that
1: yeah i absolutely agree i mean the difficulty was doing a humanities subject is that you don't have a set career path after you finish Mm. but the flip side of that is actually you can go into quite a wide range of careers I guess for any kind of student who did a humanities degree or is doing one at the moment, when you're going to apply for jobs, think about how your studies relate to what you're applying for, how can you apply your learning or what you've done throughout your degree to that set career that you're going for as well. Because uh, I think a humanities uh, graduate does have a lot of skills that they can bring to the table, and employers do value that as well, mm-hmm. so just make sure you evidence that and you show how you can apply your knowledge, and that applies to kind of most, most uh, degrees. And it's all about evidencing how you can apply your knowledge.
0: And you mentioned quite a few really exciting projects that are coming to York and that that will give you more scope in your role to get involved. Any other kind of key issues? I mean, Brexit is an obvious one, but anything else sort of key that students should be anticipating if they want to work in this sector in the future?
1: Yeah, there's a few. I mean, the first thing is that we're we're all operating under the kind of uh, environment of austerity at the moment. Mm. So obviously councils are trying to do more with less, and they have to find uh, funding to pay for some quite really important services such as education, adult social care, children's social care. So there's uh, obviously budgetary pressures there. I think the key for any student looking to get into the public sector is try and be creative. Mm -hmm. We're all trying to find ways of actually doing more with less. Uh, But the opportunities are there for people to be entrepreneurial, uh, and be creative. So uh, I'd encourage anyone looking to get into that area to embrace those skills. I think the other big issue, especially for York, is climate change. Uh, There's been a lot of talk nationally about actually how we're not meeting our targets. And we are, you know, we're facing emerging challenges around the environment. For York, the uh, councillors have declared a uh, climate emergency. And the new administration has spoken about how it wants you to be carbon neutral by 2030. So they're quite short timescales, how we deliver that now is what we're uh, involved in back at the council. But That's that's actually quite exciting. And that actually kind of shapes our future for future generations. So actually, as a kind of piece of work or as a kind of, uh, as an area, that's actually really exciting. And I think young people more so today are kind of embracing the whole climate change Mm -hmm. agenda and feel very strongly about it. So there'll be plenty of opportunities around that as well.
0: Oh, that sounds really nice to be involved in such a positive thing that, as you say, will have long-lasting implications yes. as well. Any final words of wisdom for people who are sort of wanting to break into this sector? Um, you mentioned the NDG- NGDP. Have you met anyone, any other colleagues who've got into the sector in a different way? Any other advice around that?
1: Yeah, so I mean, end of the day, the councils like are businesses, uh, so they all advertise for opportunities and jobs so you don't necessarily have to go through the graduate scheme route. I was quite fortunate because the graduate scheme does provide you with a, a large number of kind of colleagues across the country who are doing similar things also gives you kind of a quali- uh, qualification uh, in leadership as well, which is useful for, you, uh, for your career. But there are several ways to get into the sector. Uh, I think the f- kind of the most important thing for me, for any kind of graduate coming uh, out of university is to be resilient. Uh, obviously there's lots of jobs out there. There's lots of graduate schemes, uh, but you know, kind of not going through to the final stage or not getting the job is just part of kind of, you know, it's just part of life, unfortunately. and just. Uh, keep trying, keep putting your effort into it, you know, keep applying for the jobs, tailor your application to the various opportunities and you, know, you will get to where you wanna to go to. Uh, so yeah, be resilient, uh, you know, keep looking for the opportunities. Uh, and I guess as well, I mean, be prepared to travel to different areas as well. Uh, so when I, I studied in Manchester and uh, London and when I finished university, I moved back to Manchester, but obviously my two jobs so far have been in Yorkshire. Uh, so I've been prepared to kind of travel beyond my kind of immediate areas for, for those opportunities and I think you will find the kind of the right fit for you uh, and also I think it's important to remember that whatever job you do the chances are you won't be doing that for the rest of your life you'll be transferring to other jobs or maybe your career path might go might go in a separate or different direction so that's, again that's just part of life and you know be prepared to kind of take those opportunities as they come
0: I think that's a really useful point because I see a lot of students who feel or they worry that they've got to kind of their next step after graduation has got to be the perfect end point Um, and actually it's a stepping stone yes and I think also your point about being potentially open to move and be flexible geographically I'm betting Selby wasn't like top of your wish list of places to live and work um I've got a friend in self, it's perfectly nice, but it's not particularly cosmopolitan, exciting mm. place. But that experience has now led you to being York Absolutely. and who knows where that will take you. So it's just kind of saying, look, this is a good opportunity. OK, the location is not my ideal, but it's a short term thing and then move forward and grow from that point.
1: Yeah. I mean, you're absolutely right. And I think what drew me to Salby was actually the scale of opportunity mm. and the ambition from the local authority to actually be different and to actually drive uh, forward its growth plans. So that's what won me over. Uh, and I was still commuting between Manchester and Salby for that job. How uh,
0: long did that take so, you?
1: I mean, on the, on the train, it's about an hour and ten, I think it was, something Whoa, like that. That's uh, a long but, time every day. but for me, it was worth it yeah. because obviously, you know, that job was. Uh, well, it's where I wanted to be. I saw the opportunities for my career development there mm-hmm. as well. Uh, so for me, I had no regrets, and uh, you know, I still keep in contact with my colleagues over there. And you know, uh, I'm very excited about how they're driving forward there. Uh, you know their growth plans as well and it's good that i was a part of that
0: yeah that's fantastic well thank you so much for talking to us today it's been really really useful um i'm going to add some relevant links to the episode description and a link to the full transcript of today's show um but yeah it's been a pleasure so thank you no
1: thank you thanks for having me
0: thanks for joining us this week on what do you actually do this episode was hosted by myself kate morris and edited and produced by the careers and placements team If you love this podcast, spread the word and subscribe. Are you eager to get more tips? Follow University of York Careers and Placements on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. All useful links are in this episode description. This has been produced at the University of York Careers and Placements. For more information, visit york.ac.uk forward slash careers.